Uh, hi everyone, welcome to the Drunken Whalers, a show where we get drunk and talk about Dishonored, and only Dishonored and not anything else. Why Why would Why would you say it like that? I, <laughs> I just feel like we might get distracted. Also, this is Claire. Hi, Claire. Oh, hi everyone. Um, I'm not drinking cider today, partially because I opened my fridge and there's none left, and... <laughs> I would assume that's the main reason. Well, the other half is I wasn't really planning on it because I have a horrible cold. <laughs> you mm. can probably hear it. Rip. Also, it's like a fucking Wednesday. Yeah, whatever. I'm, tomorrow's my last day of work before the holidays. Uh. So, I get to get on a plane on Friday, and because Sarah already called me out, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm just going to watch all of the Untamed on the plane. I bet you could finish it on the plane. You're, like, kind of close to the end, right? I probably can finish it on the plane, which means the poor person next to me is simply going to have to sit next to someone sobbing on the plane. <laughs> That's fine. I think it's fine, because I've sat next to worse people on planes. That's true. You'll never be the worst person that you've sat next to on a plane. That's what I think of during difficult times in my life. It's true. I'll never, like, I will never be on the level as that eye doctor I sat next to who had a magazine about eye doctor stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, sir, I don't think you should be, like, allowed to read your eye surgery magazine in public. Is this allowed? Uh, to date, that's the worst person I've ever sat next to on a plane. Alright, great. Okay, well, let's get into Dishonored. <laughs> anyway, um, did you write down the intro? No. I wrote it down. Ah, uh, Sarah, I love you. Because <laughs> you never write them down. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's fine. I also, forgot. I did this at work today, so whatever. <laughs> I have two screens at work, so it makes it easier to type it up. Anyway, um, this mission is called The Bank Job, and the intro is as follows. A lifetime ago, I felt the power of the void through Dowd. All of us who were close to him could do unnatural things. Move from rooftop to rooftop in the blink of an eye. Follow our em- enemies and slit their throats, like shadows sharpened to a fine edge. I made Dunwall bleed for all it had done to me, to the ones I loved. Now the outsider has given that back, for reasons I don't understand. But it feels good. We killed so many rich bastards who thought nothing of hurting us. It felt like justice. Is the outsider to blame for what we did? Does corruption come from the void or from our own hearts? Witches and charlatans wearing necklaces or wearing necklaces of bones and teeth. Sorry, my typing was really bad on that. (laughs) I'll show you later. It was unreadable. Anyway. You can tweet that out. <laughs> Cities sliding into chaos. Now the eyeless peddle black magic in the streets while their leaders keep even more dangerous secrets locked away. They've got a relic that turned a boy into a god centuries ago. A knife that might be the only way to destroy that god. The outsider knows I intend to steal it. Does he know what else I intend to do? Anyway, thanks, hmm. Billy. Uh, okay. Solid. Solid. That all seems fine. That seems good. <laughs> I mean, at least we've moved on to being like, eh, it's probably not the outsider's fault. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're getting there. I, at least she took one step forward, which is more than Dowd did. In his entire lo- much longer life, yeah. Yes. Yes. So really, she's ahead of the curve here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So solid. Uh, you're on your boat. <laughs> You're on your boat. Um, Billy looks at her little talisman from Deirdre and, like, talks to it for a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did she say? I forgot. She says, you gave me this for luck, my sweet Deirdre. I don't know if it's ever worked that way, but maybe it will this time. 
am ready to rob the bank. (laughs) So, okay. I mean, okay. Well, technically, I did finish the mission, so I guessed that worked. (laughs) I mean, I guess. (gasps) Okay. uh, Let's go rob a bank. Um, Um, Dowd is not in the grand room, so you can read his journal without him looking at you. (laughs) Yeah, and I didn't write down what the journal said. I wrote down a note to myself to look it up, and then I didn't. Well, I did. Thank you. Um, I Every time I find one, instead of typing them out, I just go to the wiki and type in the title name and copy-paste it, because I'm like, I don't really have time or I mean, that's skill. also what I do. I just didn't do it. Yeah. Um, pretty much it's, like, down being like, oh, man, my daughter is so great. I know she has doubts, and yet she's still here with me, and I'm gonna die. Um. <laughs> That's pretty much it, honestly. Okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Um, uh, there's also a really good line where um, Dowd is like, I don't know what the outsider thinks. He's talking to Billy now, not me. Yeah, oh, bitter wow. much, dude? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a tiny bit? A little bit? Tiny bit? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Then he writes, I know you're reading this, Billy. I can never keep much hidden from you. Mm. Uh... You know, I've never been a sentimental man. I couldn't be. But you never let go of the things that made you feel whole, and that's another way you're better than I ever was. That's so There's sweet. some things we can't say out aloud, so I'll write this one. Whatever you do next, I'm proud of you. Remember that. Fucked up. So fucked up! Dow, just tell her with your mouth that you love her. Oh my god. Men cannot and will not. They're simply incapable of saying things. Yeah. So dad's like an okay dad, I guess. I mean, like, I've seen, like, a lot of worse video game uh-huh. dads. Uh, really, truly, really. <laughs> really, really. I think video games on a whole are just rampant with bad dads. Corvo's a good just, dad, but he's Corvo's not Corvo's right a now. good dad. Well, Corvo's a fine dad if you don't include Adam Christopher's version of him. Um, that's not canon, obviously, so. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so you can go up to the, not the roof, the deck. <laughs> uh, so you can go up to the deck and find Dad, and he's like, hey. And you're like, hey. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, it's really pretty out. Like, the sun is setting, because the next mission's going to be at night. So it's all mm-hmm. red. And you are looking at bank plans, which you cannot actually add to your map inventory. <laughs> it would be useful if you could, but no, you have to find it later, which, okay. It's super annoying. I was like, I don't know... Why we couldn't just have this? Um, I don't know. Mm. Mm. But yeah, uh, so basically you walk, well, Billy walks the player through. <laughs> through the, like, she, like, did reconnaissance, like, off screen and she tells you about it. Yeah. Which is She nice, pretty much tells you that there's, like, three ways to get to the bank. Through the sewer, the rooftop door, and the trash disposal. Um... There's not, like, a ton of details on them yet, but Dad mentions that if you go in through the rooftop, you could probably steal a bunch of laudanum, which is... I actually don't even know if this is a real thing. Laudanum's real. It's just opium, I think. Okay, that's don't, what I don't thought. Qu- don't I, was like, I didn't Google that. this. I thought that was, like, I'm not gonna say it on recording in case I'm wrong, but I did just Google it, and you were right. Well, because they call it... They also, later in the mission, they call it poppy tincture, so that's just opium. You're right. They do. You're right. Anyway, you can knock everybody in the bank out if you want, which makes it a lot easier. Yes. So you can do that, and then, other than that, Dad does 
doesn't really say anything. Um, I mean, beyond... he, he says he says ominous things about how the void is dragging him away and how he won't be here much longer. Yes, he sure does. So that's probably uh, and then un- un- important. Fine. <laughs> um, and as Billy like goes to leave, Dad will start coughing. Billy's like, "Do you want me to stay?" I'm like, "Billy, you're too good a daughter." I know. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, and he's like, no, no, I'm fine. Go kill the outsider. I trust you to finish this. It's like, thanks. Uh, thanks. Can't believe your parting gift to me is a murder. <laughs> that I have to commit. I feel like that tracks, really, to be like, well, see you a bit, Billy. Kill this guy for me after you steal this knife. This is representative of how our relationship has been up till now and forever. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um... So you can leave your boat and go back to the upper Syria district. Um, yeah. And it's the <clears> same <throat> place as before, but it's dark now and there's less people. Yes. Um, oh, damn it. I forgot to, I was going to say, I was, I meant to go to, um, what is her fucking name? Elena. Elena's apartment. To see if that she had killed herself, and I completely forgot, because I meant to do that after I got back from the bank, right. and I completely forgot, but uh, I assumed she hung herself. Yeah, she was fine for me, but I don't think I killed What's-His-Face, so... You didn't kill Sean Yoon. No. Yeah. Well, I did, so... Rip. There you go. Um, yeah. I, rip- I went back to the Red Camilla, or Carmilla, or whatever, where the tattoo place was, and it was, like, shut up and closed, but you can, like, break in. Mm-hmm. There, there was a guard posted out back that had, like, a note that basically was, like, I, I think when I was playing it, I think I, there were dogs back here, and I think I killed them. And right. if you do that, there's a guard with a note where it's, like, basically, like, someone was, like, upset about the dogs getting hurt, and so they posted a guard. Oh. Um, and there was, like, nothing in here. Yeah. I don't know what was here, but I tried to use the tattoo chair again, and Billy was, like, I'm not doing that again. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I swung by uh, Sean Yoon's house, and if you murder him, they have, like, a memorial outside his manor's front door because he's, like, a beloved singer. That's sweet, um, I guess. If you don't murder him, he goes back to Tivia due to a vocal injury. That's the <laughs> note he leaves on the door. Presumably, he did not want to be murdered. That's valid of him. <laughs> yes, considering if we go over to Ivan Jacoby's house, Ivan Jacoby's dead. Yeah, he, like, hung himself from, like... Well, I couldn't... ceiling fan. Yeah. Well, at first I thought, because there were, like, some thugs there, some, like, eyeless thugs, so I was like, oh, they got sent to, like, make it look like he killed himself, but then he they... he left a note, so I guess he's dead. Yeah. If, yeah, if you... So, he kills himself, but they were also sent to kill him. He, oh, okay. I think, just decided to do it before they did. Yeah, and, th- and this is if you, um, like, this is, like, if you prove, you, like, give the newspaper guy the murder, de- you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never not done that, because I don't like that dude, so I have no idea what happens if you don't. Oh, well. <laughs> um, if you kill him in the last mission, the Eyeless gang will still be in there just trying to gather the evidence. Oh, yeah. That checks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he killed himself, and you can find a letter he wrote to his butler? Yeah, I think it was, like, his butler. Yeah, it pretty much, tell, he tells his butler, he's like, you are as close to me as a brother, my lifelong confidant, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'd rather face the void now on my own terms instead of being arrested. Don't worry, I'll hang myself so you won't have to clean up the mess. That's nice, I guess. <laughs> it's like, um, 
okay. Uh, and then he says, bury me in my gray cashmere suit and do whatever you want with the rest of my belongings. I was like, I guess Winston is rich now. Yeah, okay, like, I, okay, I mean, you guess that's what you deserve for serving this fucking weirdo blood murderer for a while. Yeah, I mean, oof. Not great. Right into Ask a Manager about that one. <laughs> Everyone in Dunwall really needs Ask a Manager. They really do. Imagine if Delilah was your boss. Ugh, hate that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But you can also, as you walk around this area, you can hear, like, the Karnaka Newsies talking about Ivan Jacoby being accused of murder. Oh, yeah, they're cute. Um, yeah, they're fun. <laughs> you can go find a bank custodian's apartment, which is near a Newsie. Oh, yeah, I didn't do this. <laughs> I did. Thank you. Because I went up there by accident. Oh, well, that well, works too. Not by accident. I didn't intend to go there, but, like, he has two open windows above a place with a lot of guards, so I went in there, I was like... That's gonna be my way in. And <laughs> then the little screen was like, hey, you found the custodian's apartment. I was like, right, this dude. Like, oh yeah, that's one of the things you can do. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like, uh, you can, like so steal he... their uniform, right? No. Okay. No. Uh, this bank custodian has been fired because he hasn't shown up to work in days. And someone has written to him that, like, someone from the bank wrote to him that, like, he needs to return the keys. So you're like, cool, if I find him, I can get the keys. And there's another note in his apartment that said, hey, I saw a really fancy watch on the cliffs near the Dolores Michael Bank, but I need someone to help me get it. Can you come lower me down to the cliffs? So then you get a little marker being like, check out the cliffs to find the bank custodian. Uh, so. Not great. Not great. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's totally fine. Yeah, I've never done this, but I assume he's up Oh, there you've dead. never done this? No. Uh, no, he fell and died. Right. <laughs> you can find his dead- you can go rob his dead body and get the fancy pocket watch that he wanted to get. Great. Yeah. Uh, and if you're already down here near his dead body, you can go in through the sewers really easily. Uh, but I never do that because I just- I like to go in through the roof. I go in through the roof every single time. If there's a choice- I will go in through the roof. Well, that does seem appropriate to Dishonored, where you can, like, jump places and shit. Yeah. So, like, very inconveniently, there's a bunch of wolfhounds in this area um, of the Dolores Michaels Bank. So, I- it's very annoying. I I can never- I've never quite figured out the opportune way to get into this place. Getting into this bank is hard. This mission is hard. This, it is really hard to get into this bank because, like, all of the places you can, like, blink yourself are just far enough away that you have to, like, get a running start and do it midair. Yeah, and there's, like, so many guards, I guess because it's a bank. Um, I tried to use semblance and the, 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 that did not fool the dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess they can still smell you. Yeah, so they did kill me. Right. <laughs> So it's really hard as shit to get into this bank. And once you're in the, like, near the back, you have to, like, go find a whale oil tank and plug it into a painter's lift so that you can go get lifted up onto the bank. Yeah, and you have to, you have to, like, walk across the, like, main walkway of the bank to go get it. And you can't, like, blink all the way. And there's guards. And you can't blink once you are holding a whale oil tank. I know. It's really, like, inconvenient. It's... (laughs) They made it very difficult. Maybe it is just easier to go in through the sewers. Who can say? 
It might be, but the thing is, I always like to drug the people. I know. It's so much nicer if you drug the people. Let's drug the There's people. There's a lot of people at this bank. They should go home. Yeah, it's the middle of the night. I know. Uh, so pretty much you put the poppy tincture in the room. No, we have, to, we have to get the poppy tincture. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You are so correct. You can either go to the black market and just buy it. Or you can have some fun and you can go... Well, so you can go buy it at auction because Sinfuegos, the guy, the painter guy who you found dead earlier, um, his, or wait, no, this is a separate thing. It's a pharmacist, right? They're the same person. Oh, right. Sinfuegos is a pharmacist who's also the painter who was invested in the void who got exsanguinated. Yes. And you can go talk to his daughter, Teresia. Yes. So Um, if you go talk to his daughter, you can also- She's in one room of her apartment, and the other room is, like, a petition. Oh, yeah, um, you can sign it. You can sign the petition. She has a petition against the bank. I signed and if it. if you, like, loot- I also signed it. I signed it, Billy Lurk. If you loot around her apartment, you can find out the bank has, like, pretty much seized all her father's assets, because apparently her father owed a ton of debt to the bank. Yeah, like, when you talk to her, she, like, thinks you're from the bank, and she says, you can't bleed whale oil from a bone, which I think is a good dishonored expression. It that is a really good dishonored expression. And Billy's like, yeah, I'm not from the fucking bank. Yeah. Um, and so she Teresa's tells like, you- yeah, I'm so sorry. I don't have any money. Like, I don't have, like, I know I have bills. And Billy's like, I really, like, don't care. I just need knockout gas. Yeah. I think what, what I think is funny is that she doesn't really mention that she, like, is the one who told the newspapers that, like, about who, like, killed her dad and everything. She just does, kind of mm-hmm. doesn't bring it up. Like, I don't know, Billy. Like, I feel like that... I, I think that Billy and Teresia should kiss, and that would be a good pickup line. That would be a good pickup line. <laughs> I would definitely... <laughs> I would definitely cute. kiss, like, a sexy lady with a fucked up void arm and eye who was like, <laughs> hey, so I know your dad's dead, but I'm the one who made sure everyone knew who killed him. I'd be like, yeah, I think we can make out. Like, yeah, let's go buy some drugs and then help me rob a bank. Exactly. Classic. That's just James Bond. <laughs> you're so right um isn't that yeah. what happens with skyfall yes okay um, it's been a while but i'm confident <laughs> but yeah she tells she tells you that the all his stuff has been seized and the auction's happening like right now so you can go but you can't go looking like that yeah so you can steal some faces to yes. go into the auction uh you can steal Teresa's face. I like wanted to try that, but then I felt too bad. I wasn't willing to knock I her out. I also felt really bad. I was like, I don't want to knock you out and leave you on a weird balcony somewhere faceless. <laughs> Cause, like, I'm curious if people recognize her. They do. Oh yes. god. I looked up I looked up the cutscene of that. Um and they do recognize her. The auctioner will talk to her as if they know her. Awkward. Yeah. Soup sock. Um, so yeah, I just, like, knocked out a guard and stole his face and walked into the auction. Uh, and then they make you do a bidding game. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Um, Mm -hmm. and it ends up costing less than the black market, at least for me, so. I have no idea what it costs. I just ended up buying both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like he's, (laughs) great. So you just have, like, a lot of laudanum. Well, I bought it for the black market because I forgot to. I had to go do the auction thing, and I was like, "Well, I have to do the auction thing for the sake of this podcast." Uh-huh. Uh, so I just have a lot of poppy tincture. I'm gonna have a really good time with that later. Well, you're gonna need it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can pretty much get the contents of San Fuegos' in- 
entire life, basically. Yeah. Including which, his weird void painting. Yeah, you get a nice weird void painting, like, a couple things, and then just some, like, a single bottle of blood on them. Yeah. I guess, like, it's- I was, like, every time I pick it up, I'm like, shouldn't this be, like- Shouldn't this be, like, regulated or something? Well, I can just thing? buy this? It's like, is, is laudanum, like, does smell, like, does breathing it in actually do anything? I always think of that as, like, an intravenous, intra, like, that's something you, like, you know, like, use that as a syringe. That is a great point. Anyway. I am willing to just let it go. I mean, yeah, I'm willing to pretend I that this pharmacist, <laughs> Yeah. I'm willing to pretend that this pharmacist, who's obviously a little shady, has figured out a way to make it a problem when you breathe it, even uh-huh. though I have no idea I have no idea what's going on. I'm really not up on my opium deeds. <laughs> I mean, me either. Anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can Ruth- go to the auction. If you take the painting back to Teresa Sanfuegos, you can, like, try and give it to her, and she's like, I don't, I don't want it. That Aww, thing. That's sad. I know. I didn't I realize like, you could oh, do that. I was sorry. just like, mine now. Yeah, you can take it back to her. It's a little sad. It's a little sad. I know. I feel bad for her. She's just trying her best. Yeah. You know, she'll pretty much... I think she is trying her best, but I think she realizes that, like, her old man being obsessed with the void is, like, bad and fucked up. Yeah, but, I mean, it happens. I agree. It's like, I don't think that's really a reason against someone not in this society uh i mean it's probably why i died but that's neither here nor there right okay so now you can go to the roof now you can go to the roof and now you can drag everybody and i do drug everyone i also drug Um, everyone basically the laudanum makes them fall asleep but like it's a a light sleep so if you're too loud or if you walk on someone (laughs) i kept doing that i kept like stepping on people it's really hard not to step on people because a lot of them are placed right in the middle of walkways. You have to blink over them. Oh, and so we didn't, so the black market shop, there's some contracts. Oh, yes. And ah. one of the contracts is to like get something from the bank without alerting anybody. And if you, I, if you knock somebody out who's already been knocked out by the laudanum, that counts as alerting them. And that makes me so angry. Yeah, so basically, I will, I'll go through the contracts. One of them is stealing a gem in one of the lockboxes. It has the code that apparently this person managed to, like, you know, wiggle the code out of this drunk person at the bar, and there's a fancy gem in there. Uh, yeah, the other, one of the contracts is quiet as a mouse. This person wants um, page 125 out of an infamous address book stored in the bank with no suspicion. Dun, dun, dun. So you can't get caught. Our harm bank personnel... I I was pretty sure that when I put the laudanum into the ventilation, I was like, surely that will count as harming them because they are passed out. But apparently but it does not. it's fine. It's just like they went to the dentist. Yeah. I mean, like, I my assumption is that because none of them are really close to each other, so I assume they all just think that they passed out, like, or, like, slept on the job. I guess so. And because you do, you do have to, like, talk to a guy who's like, don't tell anyone I fell asleep. But also, yeah. I feel like someone would notice that everyone was passed out. Yeah, or, like, maybe if you just, like, weren't, like, I just think personally that if I were drugged into falling asleep, I would probably be like, you know, I don't think I fell asleep. Yeah, I would be like, I think that something shady's going on here, but what, I what do I, I know? Standing 100% upright in my guard job. I just <laughs> don't down. think. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. They all believe it. Anyway. Um, 
there's also a contract to steal a note from a guard. Um, and <laughs> my favorite contract to steal an exquisite painting by Duke Abel. Oh God, yeah, it's the painting of it's is, like the self-portrait of him. It's his horrible, horrible self-portrait. I remember I saw this like in the boat where it's locked, and I didn't bother to get it, yes. but I was like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> It's really funny. I'm glad that they saved that, like, art from Dishonored 2. It's so horrible. I loved it. I don't know why this person really wants it, but... I guess they're horny for monarchy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get that one, you have to, like, go find a dead body who's floating below the boat, which is a little, uh, gross. Rip. Yeah. So those are the contracts. So two of them are actually in the bank, and the other two I didn't do, because I didn't feel like going swimming. I was trying so hard to do, to do like, Quiet as a Mouse, but I just couldn't do it. I did Quiet as a Mouse this time. You're more powerful than I. Also, I actually didn't finish the mission, but that's fine. I got, I got the knife, and then I didn't do the rest. <laughs> that's fine. That's pretty much it. But the, I also, after you leave and go back to the boat... There is a cutscene. All right. Okay. Well, we'll we'll several get several cutscenes that I also didn't watch because I forgot. Okay. Well, then we'll just do it next week. It's fine. I was gonna. Yeah. We'll figure. It well, out. listen. We still have to rob this entire fucking bank. Yes. So let's go do it. I go in through the roof. I go downstairs. I avoid all the guards. <laughs> you walk into that little room where a man has yarn boarded out the vault code. Yes. So, this is, the place you walk into from the roof is called, like, the Dolores Michaels Bank lobby, and you are trying to get to the inner atrium. So, the lobby is, like, pretty much, like, it's, like, the tellers, it's, like, the couple, like, exact offices, and, yes, in one workroom on the fourth floor, one dude who is trying to puzzle out the answer to the Jindosh lock... Which is the answer is the Fibonacci. Yeah, it's <laughs> like he like it's like it's like all the numbers are like drawn on the chalkboard. Like the, the Fibonacci sequence is like every number is like the two numbers before it added together, and like he's but he's like put a lot of work into figuring it out. And there's like a note there where he like he ends the note where he's like, "Why would he do this? What purpose does this serve? I hate no man in Karnaka more than I hate Kieran Bloody Jindosh." I didn't know it was super funny. I thought he was so valid. I I also (laughs) hate no man in- Well, there are a lot of men in Karnaka to hate, but I do hate Kieran Bloody Jindosh. I do think Er Kieran Jindosh is top of my list, considering Anton Sokolov went back to Tibia. Yeah, that's true. And, and like, also, like, there's clockwork soldiers in this bank, and reminding me that he invented those makes me hate him more. Right. Absolutely, yes. Anyway, this- you'll need this later, because it's, like, this is the code for, like, the weird elevator vaults. That the yeah. knife is in, which is, like, a bunch of different lockboxes that all- you have to, like, unlock all of them to unlock one of them. What a dick. Which is why the code is, like, ten digits long. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much this lobby is, like, fairly uninteresting. You can find a note from- <laughs> you can find a note from the journalist Christopher George. Oh, yeah. Who says that he's in danger and in the event of his death to send the lockbox contents to the Karnaka Gazette. And then he just writes down the code. Really? Because I, I, I didn't find that note. I found a newspaper article that said that, that, that he had died. Interesting. I don't know if we did something. Because I found a note. I found a thing that said that he had died and that the contents of his lockbox had been, like, 
found, but like he'd left instructions that they be opened upon his death. And so, I do, I do not think he's dead. All right, well, he's dead for me. I don't know what I did differently. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, was, but I, yeah, I guess he's not dead for me. Um, did you get to steal his stuff? Yeah. Weird. I stole his stuff. That's so interesting, because I bet I couldn't have, because it was already taken by, like, the newspaper. Yeah, probably. Wow. Fucked up. Weird. We'll never know what we did differently to do that, because neither of us know what we did. (laughs) Um, There's a note from Lucia Pastor. Uh, I love Lucia Pastor. Um, Where basically she's like, hey, my charity has to deal with all the people you've evicted, so fuck you, and the note is, like, crumpled in the trash. Yeah, the most important thing you find as you go around this bank is there's, like, a lot of notes about, like, oh, no, we had no idea our branch in Freyport was doing, doing dirty evil. tricks and money laundering or whatever. Or, like, <laughs> or like notes saying, like, oh, yeah, um, someone, like, wrote in being like, hey, we've been paying our monthly loans. You did not have a reason to evict us. I'm sure if I send you this letter... You'll figure it all out, and we can go back to our house. And not We're like the living sewer. in the sewers right now. It's really rough. Yeah, basically, all the notes in this are basically like, hey, did you know that the bank is evil? Which I do respect. I do think the bank is evil, the and I respect that the game is like, the bank is evil. But I'm like, I, I did pick up all these notes, I'm like, this is like a really wild thing from like the game that's like, monarchy is good. I know, they, well, it's like, I feel like Death of the Outsider is less monarchy is good than the other ones, because you're not playing at like, as the as monarchy. Monarch. You're like, playing yeah. as the person who's like, at the bottom of the social ladder, and then like, every mission is like, hey, did you know that rich people are literally sucking your blood? Yeah, it's I good. respect that. Death of the I Outsider, think, it's good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this bank is super, super robbing people. Um, it also has a bunch of really annoying security measures where like all the doors are remotely accessed and it always takes me like, and you can use the foresight power to see where the you need the access to and it's behind a locked door in the teller's area it always takes me so long to remember how to get in here. Yeah, I, like, what, I ended up stumbling upon the way to get in here because I was looking for something else in the basement. How did you get in here? Well, so I, I like, I just, like, well, because you have to go get the code from the guy in the basement, right? Was there another way to do it? To get into the, the like, the teller's area where you could open the doors to the inner atrium? I don't know. Well, I, I don't. I don't remember how I did this. I think I just did it. I guess I didn't think it was that hard. It's not hard because it's like this, if you go up to the second floor, you can just jump over the balcony. But I never remember to do that because like it's a circular bank and so I always get a little turned around. So I go down to the first floor and I'm like, how the fuck do I get in here? And I have to go all like back up to the second floor and remember that I can just jump in. I was just running, I was running around looking for everything because yeah, there was a button you could press on like the bottom floor to just open it, right? Yeah, in the teller's bank. In the teller's bank. Oh, area. yeah. I think I just ended up there because I was looking for something because I was looking for more notes about the bank being evil. Yeah, I just, I always, like, I always forget. I always assume that the balcony on the second floor, I'm like, okay, well, we just can't go there anymore. And then I go down to the first floor. <laughs> I'm like, we can't go there. Um, <laughs> I can do things. You can do things. You can go into the inner atrium and walk confidently up there and then get blasted by an arc pile on a die. Not me, because I supremely remembered that these were here. I did not. I was just like, do-do-do-do-do, and then was dead. <laughs> no. I 
remember that there's two arc pylons in the this hallway, and it's they're super annoying. They're right in the middle of the hallway. You do this like a very annoying thing where you jump from like lamp to like wall partition to hallway, and then you can go turn them off. Yeah, it's like it's annoying. And there's two men asleep here, and if you're too loud, they will wake up, which I did accidentally fuck up. Rip. Yeah. I know. It's, like, very annoying because inevitably a couple of times per mission, there's a thing where I'll, like, mean to use a power and I'll accidentally use my sword <laughs> and it will hit a wall and make a loud noise. Or you accidentally shoot your gun because you're still mapped to the prey <laughs> controls and then everyone's like, what the fuck was that? Yes. Uh, which I did a few times in this mission, which is super annoying. I was really into saving this yeah, mission. The, the, the thing is, it's like, I don't, like, this mission is just a lot of saves coming, especially if you're trying not to wake people up. Because once you wake people up, it's like, well, because, like, once one p- person wakes up, like, everyone, they shout, and everyone wakes up, and then you're fucked. And there's a lot of people in here. Yeah, it's almost like it's a bank. Yeah, wow. Um, and in the next room, there's Clockwork Soldiers. Yay. Yes, I, there's one Clockwork Soldier. Um, it has new voice lines, because it's, like, it's, like, a bank recording. And, like, if yeah. you alert it, it's, like, are you a customer? Would you like to open an account? Because I guess it kills people who aren't customers. That's good. <laughs> yeah. There's also one made- this is technically a Clockwork Sentinel, which is almost exactly the same, except for some reason, they were, like, we'll make sure it can only see forwards. It can't see behind them. Which is convenient as hell for me, but, like, a very confusing security measure. They're, like, kind of- I, I know, it's- well, it's, like, it's a little easier in that way, but I feel like they're, like, harder to kill than the other Clockwork Soldiers. Like, its head is harder. I did not try to kill them because I was being quiet. I- and I was being quiet, and then I, I fucked that up, and I blew a couple of them up. Anyway. I- no, I did not. Um, I was being super quiet. Because I did try- I did try it first. I was like, I'll just rewire it so it won't notice me- like, sneaking around. Oh, and... I forgot you could do that. Well, you can't. Does, does it kill because... them? <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, well, no one's hostile or, like, standing up, so it should be fine. But, like, that clockwork soldier will just kill the sleeping <laughs> soldiers around it. And I was like, ah, oh, fine. <laughs> it, just, it just loves murder so much. Loves murder so much. So, like, there's a very annoying thing, like... You can go rewire the wall of light, which is in this lobby, stopping you from going up to the the vault controls. Or when you step into this room, there's, like, a giant vault in the middle of it that's, like, an elevator. Yeah. And Billy's like, wow, that must be the vault. Yeah, I don't know why they put it in an elevator. I don't know how this makes it easier, but whatever. I don't know. So, yeah, it's a giant vault, and for some reason it goes to the basement, the main floor, and the archives. I have no idea why it decided to do this. <laughs> Jindosh just, just really extreme. on one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you have to go to the vault controls so that you can open the vault. Yeah, because you have to, like, you have to get it up to the director's office to open it. Or you can take it down to the basement office, but, like, you have to go up to the director's office anyways to steal her stuff. So. Yeah, and also, like, she's there. Yeah. Well, she's asleep for me, of course. Well, yeah. I woke her up and then had to kill her, but whatever. <laughs> But yeah, so, like, the way to get through this wall of light is that you either have to rewire it, or you have to time it so that you take out the whale oil tank, go through the wall of light, and then open a door from this side to lead you back to where the whale oil tank was, and put the whale oil tank back in, 
Because if the Clockwork Soldier sees that the Wall of Light is down, it will start looking for you. Oh, that's annoying. It supremely will, like, go hostile and wake people up. Yeah, I just rewired it and then, like, forgot where I was supposed to be going and got lost for, like, ten minutes. It was great. Yeah, I also rewired it and I went upstairs. Um, and you can go up to, like, I don't even know. It's like a door. It's just a door. It's just a door, and you can talk into the microphone, and you're like, hey, wake up. It's, it is really funny. Billy's like, hey, I need you. It's like, I now I regret giving you laudanum. Yeah. I have no idea how this is supposed to work if you don't do this. I guess, I, I've I, never... I guess she just pretends to be a guard, then. I think she does just pretend to be a guard. I've never figured out if there's another way in here, because there's, like, a grate nearby that's like, oh, you can use foresight to crawl in here. I'm like, but what does it do? Yeah, I don't know. Because I did it, and I have no idea what it's meant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you can wake up the guard, and he's like, oh, shit, I fell asleep in the job. Don't tell anyone. And Billy's like, yeah, I won't. Let me in. He's like, yeah, what's the code? And you're like, motherfucker. Or if you're me, you already went to the basement, got it, and so you knew it. (laughs) I had not gone to the basement yet, so I was like, oh shit, I don't know. And the guard was like, ha, looks like I'm not the only one fucking up, which I thought was super funny. That is cute. Like, you'd think he would just, like, hit the alarm, but he's like, ha, you also are stupid. (laughs) Ha, we are both stupid together. (laughs) Uh, So he tells you to find Chief Pena, who is downstairs in the archives. So you can go all the way downstairs to the archives in the basement, which has an electrocut-flied floor. Yeah, the floor is lava. (laughs) The floor is lava. It is very electrified. And there's also a clockwork soldier in there. Yeah, and so basically you you just have to, like, blink onto, like, a a thing that's knocked over in the middle of the room, and then you have to blink up onto, like, the ceiling and, like, walk around the rafters, basically. Yeah. Uh, And the area you're trying to go to, there's, like, a little side room off from the clockwork soldiers like route so that if you go in this room you're fine he can't see you uh and that is where chief pena is he's also very inconveniently right in front of all the lock boxes i need to open yeah you ca- so. do, do, what do you have to yeah i how do you like get to those if he's just on the floor i just stood up and leaned <laughs> Um, so yeah, one of them is Christopher George's. I can't remember what was in there. Probably nothing important. I don't think it was anything important. I also forgot to rob all of these, but it's fine. I did remember to rob them. There's also one for Morgan Yu, which is a throwback, or I guess it's a- It's a- No, it's a throwback. Prey came out first. Yeah, it's a reference to Prey. Thanks, Prey. Thanks, Prey. Um, and you can open that code and steal the gem inside, so sorry to that sucker. Sorry, Morgan. I love you. <laughs> sorry, Morgan. Sorry, Morgan, but also in Prey, you're like a multi-billionaire, so I'm not feeling that bad. Yeah, I guess you can afford it. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one is... Ooh, I don't remember who the last one is. It's but... Dr. G- it's Galvani, right? It's Galvani. <laughs> yeah, because you, you can find a note elsewhere in the bank where it's like someone complaining about all the letters they get from Galvani, because he's terrified of being robbed again. Because um, apparently he's been robbed twice before. But he but he says that he won't change <laughs> the combination from the most important day of his life. And, like, the note is, like, why would he tell people that? Does he realize, like, what bad, like, infosec that is? Um, I, I mean, like, if I told someone the most, like, if that was my code. It's in his memoir. It's not like anyone, 
It's in his memoir, so he's stupid. But it's like, that was like my personal code. No one would know that. But he wrote it down in his memoir, yeah, he was which like you most... find in this room. Yeah, it's like the most important day of my life was the day that I met Anton Sokolov. Yeah, so you can, it's like 28-7 or something, the month of high cold, and you have to put that in, and you can steal from him again. Um, the thing he has is fanfiction. What? Doesn't he, doesn't, isn't he the one who has the Outsider Corvo stuff? Uh, no, I found a taxidermied bird. Oh, okay. Oh, it must be, is it in Jindosh's? Again, I didn't do this. I don't remember now. Here, I'll look, I'll look it up. One second. Look it up. I'll tell you, uh, yeah, so if you go to Galvani's lockbox, he has a taxidermied bird in there that he captured in Pandicia. Weird. Kept as a pet and then had taxidermied, which is weird as shit. And also you can't steal it. So it just stayed in there. <laughs> so didn't love that. Um, and there's pretty much nothing else down here. Literally at all. Yeah, the thing I was thinking of, I think it's in the elevator vault for some reason. Because <laughs> it's really precious. It's very precious, I guess. <laughs> it's fine it's great anyway okay. so you can go back upstairs um yeah and talk to the security guard and you're like here's the code let me in and he lets you in yeah for some reason he's like not alarmed by the fact that i am a woman wearing an all red outfit that's not the guard outfit with a void hand he's just like whatever um, well because he's like hey can you just not mention that i was asleep and you're like sure dude yeah, like, okay. Um, I guess he's not too worried because he thinks you can't go anywhere considering the rest of this hallway. Like, there's a little room off to the side where he can't see you, but the rest of the hallway is all electric floor. Yeah, I, it took me forever to figure out how you do this. You have to blink on top of, like, a door frame. Or, like, the, the door, like, poking out. Okay, yeah, that's not how you do this. That's how I did it. How do you do it? That is how I've always done it, and it's always really convenient. It takes me forever but you can go, like, through the side room, through, like, their washroom. There's an open window in their washroom, so you can climb into an office. Um, and then in the office, there's closed windows that you can't crawl through, but you can foresight through the hallway and into the next room, and you can blink through windows as long as you have a sight line. See, as long- if I knew how to use foresight properly, this game would be so much easier. <laughs> Honestly, this is the first time I've really utilized foresight, and it has made my life a lot oh easier. Oh my god. Because before, I have always done the thing where it's like, I've jumped on top of the door frame, or I've picked up, like, I've picked up items and thrown Oh, them. and like hopscotch. That's a good idea, though. <laughs> Thank you. But like, yeah, I've picked up, like, trays and stuff and, like, hop and thrown them <laughs> into the fucking electric floor. Oh my god. And you literally don't have to do any of that at all. Well, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, foresight made this much, much easier. So yeah, so you can use foresight to get into the room where the whale oil tank is, and you can just take it out. Yeah, and then basically, if you go through it, there's, like, a, the, the vault control that can move the elevator. Yes, and it's really convenient, because the guy who controls the vault elevator is fast asleep in front of the vault controls, and you can't wake him up. Yeah, although, when I, when I moved it, it, like, I think it alerted the security guy I'd been talking to. It, yeah, so if you move it, it does alert the security guy you've been talking to, and he calls over the microphone, he's like, what the hell is going on? And you can either tell him that this is a robbery, 
In which case, everyone, he will alert everyone. He's finally got his head on straight. <laughs> you can do nothing, in which case he'll, like, send a guard to come check on you. Um, or you can tell him it's a routine test and he'll get pissy that he wasn't informed and that's it. See, I think, I, like, feel like I didn't get the dialogue options, so I think I'm either, like, missed it somehow. You have, no, 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 you have to select the microphone to oh, respond. Oh, because I just didn't respond and then everyone got alerted and I was never able to fix it and that's how I, like, fucked up my whole thing. Yes, that's, yeah, that's why. It's because if you don't respond to him, Whoops. he will alert everyone. Whoops. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's fine. Oh, well. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, now the thing is up in the director's office if you put it there, and you can go up there. Yes, and I did. So, the director's office is, first of all, super fancy. Yeah, it's pretty swanky. And Billy shows up. It's pretty nice. Billy shows up there and is like, I'm here to steal all your secrets, Dolores. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so, Dolores is fast asleep, as is the woman who is opening a safety account box with her. Some woman named Janet, maybe. Sorry, Janet. Martha. <laughs> I killed her, so. So, uh, Meryl Janet is asleep. Um, I s- just, I wrote down page 125 and I left. Oh, it's her, the, the thing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter for you because you were not quiet as a mouse. I was not quiet. and Instead, I just looked around at everything in the office. Yeah. Uh, so I copied down the page, and there's also, there is an inactive clockwork, senti- like, sentinel in here, so you can't be too loud. Um, there's, like, a button on her desk that if you press it, it, like, opens up, like, a secret compartment. Yeah. And if you- And also, like, a slideshow. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't knock everyone out with the laudanum, you can hide under her desk and push the button several times while they're in there talking. <laughs> <laughs> and are they just like, this is normal? Uh, no, Dolores is like, oh shit, fuck. Uh, this is a glitch. This is a glitch. And if you press it enough times, she'll leave the office to go, like, she and the woman will leave the office to go find, like, one of the security officers or something. Or, like, the technician. Um, but they were asleep, so it didn't matter. So I just went over there and I pressed that button. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's like these weird, like, images of, like, a peak and, like, the void. Yeah, like, weird silver graphs of, like, people walking through, like, rock and weird shit. Uh, you can play it over her weird slide projector. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, there's, like... But, yeah, and a yeah, lot and of the like... silver graphs, if you play them on the slide projector, say, like, the date and, like, Shindere Peak. And you're like, wow, Shindere Peak, huh? Never gonna go there. Doesn't seem important. Um, and the key, the, like, key to open the vault so you can open the vaults inside the vault is in there. Yeah, along with Dolores Michael's diary. Yeah, where she basically is like, hey, you know what I want since I have all this money? Immortality. Yeah, so basically she is, she's looking for immortality. Apparently there is a sect of, like, a void cult. I don't know if they're, like, strictly the eyeless. It doesn't really seem like they're, like... I think it's, like... I think it's, like, the, the like, fancy people on the eyeless, so it's, like, the eyeless, but, like, the upper echelons of it. I don't know, because it. Dolores is one of the upper echelons, and there's a note in there that you can find that says, yes, like, we'll finally let you in. So I think it's, like, I think it's, like, associated with the eyeless, and, but, like, they know of each other, 
But, like, the this other section of the cult is, like, they only stay in Shindere Peak. They don't come down. They're not fucking yeah. with normal people. So I really would not call get- them, like, a gang. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like, I feel like it's like you have to be an eyeless first, and then you're like, okay, you can ascend. Yeah, I don't know how they decide who ascends. I guess they, but, like, there is a note you can find in there where they're like, yeah, Dolores Michaels, you've done a lot of work. You can come over. (laughs) Yeah, and basically she's, like, I guess you find out, basically, that, like, the reason Sintuegos was killed is because he stole some documents that she was keeping safe for them. Mm -hmm. um, That that were, like, about the Void, and Sintuegos stole them because he's obsessed with the Void. Yeah, um, and apparently, according to her diary, it, like, Cienfuegos sent all of these documents to the, um, oracular sisters. Oh, yeah, and so Billy's like, guess I gotta go to the Royal Conservatory. Gotta go see those oracular sisters. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, like, and, yeah, and it's, I, so, like, and the documents were about, like, a secret entrance to the void. I wonder where it is. No idea. Not a clue. Uh uh-uh, uh, not not at all. Um, so that's fine. It's all fine. Yeah. So now you can just um, go then, into the vault. Yeah, you can go into the vault, and you know the code because you saw it as you were walking in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like a bunch of different vaults, and you have to enter like three digits into each of them. Yeah, it's like there's what six six vaults in here. Yeah, and, and like you have one to of enter them. Enter the Fibonacci sequence into all of them to open them up. Yeah, and it's and it's like the one that has the knife and it has two locks because you need both Ivan and Shen Yun's key. Right, right, right. Um, can can you like open the other vaults before you? Are they just unlocked once you do this? No, you have to unlock them. Okay. <laughs> what do you what like? What do you mean? Are they unlocked once you do this? I mean, because isn't there stuff in the other ones other than the knife? Yeah, the other ones just have six, like, six nice pieces of things you can steal. Like, I okay. stole, like, I just forgot to do that because I was too happy to see the outsider. I stole, like, some umber wood. I stole some cool statues. Um, I can't remember what else exactly was in there. There was, like, a note from Jindosh about how he'd programmed all his sentinels with, like, a disactivate code. Uh-huh. Which is really convenient. Thanks, Jindosh. Um, and I... Th- I mean, mostly it was just normal stuff to steal and like stuff. And somebody and somebody's outsider fan fiction. <laughs> right, I don't remember that, so I must not have gotten it, which is super sad for me. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, they're right. They're right. Um, there's you can just you can find it's called the Heart of the Abyss. It's a play. Um, that's a very thinly veiled about the outsider, but he's called the Stranger and somebody named Corvid. Oh um, yeah, really now corny. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah. This person really just likes writing plays. I assume it's the same writer as... As, like, oh, what's it called? The Duke of, the Duke of Tivia or something? Uh, like, yeah, the one from Tivia or, like, the daughter from Tivia or to the Earl oh, of Tivia yeah. or something like that. Somebody really likes writing raunchy plays. That's pretty valid of them. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's basically just, like, a lot of, like, uh, sex jokes, but it's, like, Corvo and the Outsider. Yeah, it's pretty much just, like, a parody of, like, how they meet in the first... It's extremely good. Um, I'm very fond of the line... I'm on the wiki now. It notes that this was banned by the Abbey on heretical grounds. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the the Abbey doesn't think you should fuck the outsider, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Some Um, person on the wiki is saying that even funnier than the 
work itself is the implications of it, since Corvo never told anyone about this meeting, probably. <laughs> well, I can only assume the outsider was bragging about his boyfriend to somebody, I guess. <laughs> probably. This was actually this was actually written by Dowd, who was just jealous. Oh, you are you are correct, I'm sure. That's what he did um, with his twelve years. He wrote horrible novels. I support him. He whittled and wrote novels. That's the dream. <laughs> that is the dream. I'd be a great whittler. But yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much the only thing that is... Those are... Like, everything else is just stuff you could steal. There's nothing, like, important. You can just steal things. Yeah. Including uh, and the then, knife. Including the knife. You can steal the knife. I love Time it. Time to steal the knife. I picked it up. And nothing happens. <laughs> Uh, you, you pick it up and you get sucked into the void. Love it. Um, um, and then, basically the outsider just makes fun of you. He doesn't, he like, okay, first of all, he like, I love he to like, say things specifically to make Sarah annoyed. Fuck you. He, you, he like sucks you into the void and he like, basically starts talking, he like, um, he, uh, like, takes the void, the, the knife from you and gestures with it as he's talking. Yeah. Um, and he says, like, you and I were both abandoned to uncertain futures on dangerous streets and taken in by murderers. Um, Dowd spared your life all those years ago, but I was taught a lesson that you still haven't learned. Some wounds stay with you even in the void. And, and Billy's Billy just, like, like, give it back. I don't have time for this. <laughs> and it's a it's so funny to me that she just like reaches out and is like give me back the knife i want to use to kill you and b his response to her saying i don't have time for this is to make a like dramatic comment about time as a like thing time, like, time repeats, repeats the same unending like patterns like okay man whatever yeah. but yeah <laughs> and it's just like so funny that instead of being like oh you're trying to hurry he's like time <laughs> but yeah Basically, he tells you that, like, 40,000 years ago, this knife cut his name away, and, you know, he's like, we're the same, because we both do this. And then he's like, we're all made by the things taken from us. I was like, you know what, man? I think, actually, you just made therapy, because I'm not made by the things taken from me. I'm made of the things I am. It's a a good line. Also, he gives her back the knife, as he says this. It's a great, it's a great line, but it also does feel so I'm edgy and 16, and I've dyed my hair black. Well, he died when he was a teenager, and then he was gone for 4,000 years. Sometimes that makes you edgy. I don't care. I don't care what men are doing. <laughs> um, that's so valid of you. And yeah, Billy's like, like basically like, narratively, I'm into it. If I had to actually talk to this man, I'd be like, this is why I'm not friends with men. I mean, same probably, but I do think it's good that he's basically like, hey, Billy, like, you and I are the same. Like, we were both people who, like, weren't given choices and then were forced into bad situations. Yeah, it's really, really good. I also thought it was super funny that, so the outside is like, you know, you're different than everyone. Time is bleeding around you. Like, dude, you've literally told every man you've ever marked that they're different. Well, there are, there are only eight of them. They're all different. And she's not even marked. <laughs> I know. He says it to all the girls. He really does. Uh, um, and then he's like, yeah, the time is bleeding around you. I know you felt it. I know you're looking for the places where the world leaks into the void. I know that doubt is dead where you left him on your ruined ship. I was like, and oh, she, like, man. gasps. And she, like, gasps and jerks back as he says that and, like, shakes her fist. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and Tragic. she's like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you talking to me now? 
I can't remember what he says, honestly. He says, like, I'm here because you're different, and the void found you through the cracks in your broken life, and when you cut me out of it, what will remain? What will you leave behind when you walk away? And then he disappears, and you're not in the void anymore, and your dad is dead. Fun! But you have a knife. So fun. We do have a knife. Um, Yeah, but, but- From now on, Billy will use this knife instead of her other knife. Yeah, it's kind of horrifying. It's really good, especially because, like, usually there's, like, an animation when you unsheath it, they'll, like, flip it around in their hand. But the knife is really funky and weird and it's, like, made of rocks, so the rocks will, like, trail along with it as if they're, like, magnetized. It's super neat. <laughs> it's, like, it's extremely good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, actually, yeah, I'm really into this. It's, like, I mean, it's a, the knife is kind of terrifying because it's, like, weird and hypnotic, as we learned in the novels, but hey, it works. It worked fine, and that's what matters. That's true. Um, and so you go back to the ship, I guess. You, yeah, you do go back to the ship. I accidentally took, like, the skiff back instead of the carriage rail, which I didn't know you could do. Oh, yeah, the skiff. Yeah, because is, is the skiff, like, next to the thing that has the painting in it? Yes. The skiff is next to the thing that has the painting in it. The boat, specifically. I've never heard of a boat. <laughs> um, I've also so never taken well this back. done well. <laughs> but yeah no it's like i don't really know quite how to, like there's like an off-screen thing where like i guess billy lends out her she like Skiffness. lends out her skiff to someone and there's a note that's like see i told you i'd take good care of it thank you snail for borrowing it yeah i mean it's cute because it's like if that's the skiff that she always used in dishonored 2 to come pick mm-hmm. you up so it's like oh why hasn't she been using it in this game if someone else had it yeah it's really good. Um, yeah, and I don't know what happens after you go back to the boat. <laughs> there is, like, a cutscene that I just pulled up on YouTube, so now I'm gonna watch it and just say it with the video. <laughs> what you All right. Well, that's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so Billy goes back to the skiff, and there's, like, you know, it's the same sketchy art, and this time she's got the void eye. So she says... I watched the fires burn all night, smoke blocking out the stars. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. Is that just the intro to the next mi- mission, dude? I don't think it's the intro, because I could do. I think you could do things after it, can't you? I don't know. I didn't play it. Great point. All right, let's, I'll just skim through this really fast. Um, yeah, you know what? You're right. This is just the intro to the next thing. Dad's dead. We're done. <laughs> I like how none of us reacted at all to Dad being dead, but I guess they made it very obvious. He literally said it like 12 times i know and, and it's like as you leave billy like was say like said to herself like that's probably the last time i'll see dad i know so i don't <laughs> this is not supposed to be a surprise and frankly if it was supposed to be a surprise i would feel like i would feel like it was a cheap surprise all right yeah anyway billy's sad billy's very sad about it yeah um so her dad's dead and she's a knife that's the end that's the end, and time time to go to the Royal Conservatory to find out about the Void, I guess, because now she really wants to kill the- I guess it makes sense that it's, like, she needs a reason to, like, really want to go kill the Outsider, and so now she's mad that he was mean to her about Dowd. That's kind of fair. Like, it's not like- I mean- It's not, like, a good reason to murder someone, but, like, it makes sense that if you were already doing this, and this guy showed up and made fun of you, and, like, mocked the fact that, like, your father figure had died, it would, like- Feel the desire to carry out your father figure's last wish of killing this dude. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, it's like, well, fuck you. And yeah, it's like, it's not sensible, but it's like very, like, like, you're like, I can clearly see how this happened. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, next time we can go to the Royal Conservatory. I remember almost nothing about this mission, so that will be fun. Me either, so that's gonna be great. I literally remember nothing. I remember, like, one audiograph that I hate, and that's it. (laughs) Great. Alright, well, that's it. Everyone, goodbye. Goodbye, time to go watch more of The Untamed. I do want to watch more of The Untamed, but I also want to note that it took me, like, 12 different times to leave the bank from the roof. It's like, this bank it's sucks, man. It's really hard to don't get from banks, the roof. Don't rob banks, kids. It's hard. It's so hard to get from, like, the roof to any of the balconies. I kept having to do, like, running jumps and then not time it correctly, <laughs> so I just fucking fell to the ground and died. Hey, can you just walk out the front door? You can just walk out the front door, but there are guards. But if, okay, I guess that's a problem. There's, like, guards, and you can blink up to one of the nearby balconies. But that nearby balcony isn't, like, enough, tall enough for you to be able to get to the lamppost to get over the gate to get out of this area. Oh, my God. Which I know because I did. <laughs> no, I fucked up not doing it. I couldn't do that. It's terrible. Yeah. So, that's fine. Um. Okay, now we can go. All right, where, where are you on the internet? Oh, yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Surrealist Trees and the intro and outro music is Goosebeak Whale by Alps, and I will put a link to that in the show notes. I always think I'm going to forget the name of that song. <laughs> you you always have to, like, dig for it. I do. I've always, like, I don't know the name of this song. I only say it every week. <laughs> Where um, can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Lucky Dice Kirby. You can find the show uh, at Drunken Whalers, um, where I will retweet very important tweets about um, Moby Dick. Um... <laughs> So go retweet that and cause Emma grief. Um, Great. That's it. All right. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.